welcome to today's episode of the Remember Your Power podcast. It is going to be a little bit different than our typical episode, but I am so excited to have this beautiful woman out of Northern California joining me today. I'm excited to learn a little bit more about her and to also share her story and her light with you all. Um, I just want to welcome and allow herself to um, give us a little introduction, Danielle Rubio. Hi, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Yeah, so my name is Danielle and I am a nervous system coach. I'm a somatic healer and somatic educator for women. So I help women release their core wounds, release trauma and chronic stress and really get to the root of their triggers, um, why they have certain emotional triggers that they maybe haven't been able to pinpoint what the root of that is. And I help them alchemize all of it so that they can truly soar in their legacy and their life with more ease and more empowerment. Ooh, I've chills. That's beautiful. Um, so very similar in the work that we we do and our intentions behind it, probably a little bit different execution, of course, but I would love to know, um, I think, you know, we all have our, our own story and how we got into this work and what led us here, usually a very personal or um, impactful experience of ourselves that we had. So what brought you to this place? I would love to hear that. Yeah, so I had been in the healing arts industry for many years. I was a yoga teacher. I was a body worker. I was a healer. And, um, and I gave birth to my daughter almost six years ago, this June. And it was the most traumatic experience of my life. Um, everything that could have went wrong, went wrong. Um, my midwives were actually quite neglectful. I ended up with a complete um, catastrophe, really, and how the birth went. You know, I remember this very pivotal moment when I had to be transferred to the hospital and it just felt like life was this sand that was slipping through my fingers. And the male doctor came in and without even saying his name, (laughs) he walks into the room in the hospital and he says, so I've done this 300 times. How many times have you done it? And I was like, oh my God. And it was just from the, it was just everything snowballed, like everything snowballed out of control. You know, the lots of things went wrong (laughs) with the nurses, with, with every, all the different treatments they were trying to do, because essentially my daughter was in a bad position. She had moved in a bad position. Um, and it had gone on so long because the midwives um, were quite neglectful, actually, sadly to say. And um, long story short, um, a lot of trauma happened in that birth experience. I ended up with an emergency C-section and I left the hospital. And I remember I was just crying. I was crying and it was, you know, it was like the most beautiful moment of having my daughter. And it was also the most tragic moment for me. And, you know, and that isn't to say I've done so much healing now. And in hindsight, you know, I definitely, you know, I feel that whichever way a woman wants to birth is 
perfect. That's her choice. And I don't, um, now in hindsight, you know, I, I have a very different view about home births and, and natural birth. And I feel that there's, there's just a lot more education that needs to happen in general around birth and in supporting women in this huge monumental process. I mean, we're moving from maiden to motherhood. For me, that was my first, my first child. It's such a huge transition um, for especially modern women. And so anyway, I ended up with very intense postpartum anxiety and PTSD from this experience. And, you know, having been a longtime yoga teacher, meditation teacher, a Dzogchen practitioner of Tibetan Dzogchen, and I was like, how am I not healing this? Like, how can I not just pick the anxiety? Like, what is going on here? I've been a practitioner in so many modalities for my entire adult life. Like, how am I suffering so much from this anxiety? Mm. And I remember doing this deep dive in 2018 of just researching and researching and researching. And I came across the work of um, Peter Levine, Gaber Mate, Bessel van der Kolk. And it, and it like a light bulb went off of like, oh my God, like trauma, this missing piece of trauma and the missing piece of what happens to your nervous system, mm-hmm. experience trauma. Right. And the, the mind body connection, right? The yoga and all of that stuff is it's body, but it's more mind focus. It's that masculine. And then when you add in like real embodiment, somatics, it's a whole new ball game, right? Exactly. And, and I deep dove into it and, um, and it, and I healed my postpartum anxiety. And then from then it was just like, you know, this is it. It felt like this was my missing piece to this holy trinity of, of mindfulness and Mm -hmm. the nervous work and the movement therapy. And, and then I went on to train and it was like, you know what, this is, if, if I could heal what I went through, like this is gold, this is magic. And then I began synthesizing, you know, the different modalities that I had to be able to offer women a a real holistic integrated way of integrating our core wounds and integrating our past traumas. I love that. And, um, so for those of you listening, Danielle and I have been speaking online here and there. She is part of the Balance to Harmony Summit that we are doing. And I really feel like I just call in these women that are so aligned. There's no competition, even though we're doing similar things and we're trying to heal similar um, similar traumas essentially and stories uh, because our stories, I mean, as you're talking, this is the first time I'm hearing this. I also have a son who is going to be six in June. So I'm curious to know the date, see how close they are. Um, And I have kind of the opposite story where I had a great birth. It was a hospital birth. So like you said, hindsight, I've then had a home birth and a birth center birth preceding his. So as great as a hospital birth could be, (laughs) Um, but no trauma, no no PTSD, no emergency C-section. Like I did have an epidural. Um, And there were things that, again, looking back, I wouldn't have agreed with that they did at that time. Um, But I felt really empowered by 
the birth because my whole pregnancy, I was afraid of birth. I had hired a doula or team of doulas because in my head, my anxiety was how can I give birth? Like my, I'm not good with pain. Like I didn't know what the better way was out, right? Like, is it going to be more painful to go through labor? Is it going to be more painful to go through a C-section? Like my whole family line was C-sections and everyone around me had C-sections. So to me, it was like, that's probably the easier way. And then I had a vaginal birth and I was like, thankfully, you know, I'm very grateful that it didn't go that way. Um, My sister had had a C-section three weeks prior to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I saw that that what she had to deal with recovery wise physically. So um, what I'm saying is the similarity with our story is the after effect. So even though I had this really empowering birth, I that almost propelled me into doing too much too quickly because like four days after birth, I was like out and about doing things, doing laundry, like didn't no one ever told me to like chill the fuck out. For a few weeks after. So I was doing, 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 of course, a little bit sleep deprived, of course, the hormone shifting, I was nursing and it wasn't going great. And all of these things stacked up plus risk factors of anxiety. My entire life Mm -hmm. shot me into postpartum anxiety, postpartum OCD, intrusive thoughts, the whole nine. And same thing. I was I've been meditating since I'm 18 years old. I had been into mindfulness practices. I knew Deepak Chopra. I knew all like the yoga and I knew all of these mindfulness things. I was even a Reiki practitioner at that point (laughs) and could not, could not get myself out of it. And, you know, luckily found other modalities that supported me when I was in the thick of it had a great support system around me. Thankfully that literally saved my life probably. Um, And it's wild, right? Like it's wild that as women, one, we're not prepared or educated of all of these things before we have to go through and experience it. I almost threw my microphone when you said this doctor came in and told you he had done this 300 times, I would have told him now, the woman I am now, I would have told him you've done this zero times because you will never have a baby inside of you. Um, Funny, we were just talking about this offline about, you know, I just posted FYI for those of you listening. If you follow me on social media, I just posted a meme about basically a reminder that all men and women at one point were within a woman's body and came from a woman. So uh, very uh, synchronistic that we're having this conversation. But yeah, it's it's wild that as women, and I think this is really cool to get into with, with the work that you do, Danielle, we are set up almost for these traumatic events or these big impactful shift causing experiences in our lives because probably of these rooted traumas and these rooted wounds that we have either within our early childhood or generations back that have carried through us. Um, And in modern society, and luckily I feel like since six years ago even, but probably it's been occurring a little bit longer just in my conscious awareness, obviously, since I've been a mother, 
it's getting there. I think COVID was a big proponent of shifting out of hospital into birth uh, centers specifically designed for births or for home. Um, And I know that there's a lot of narratives changing around, you know, safety and bravery. You know, I still get the 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 looks and the comments oh my god you're so brave for having a child at home and I'm like no I was brave when I took my ass to the hospital and trusted those people Mm -hmm. um you know so can you tell me about um so you've been doing obviously this work since I would say for five years right give it a little bit after you went through the experiences what have been the biggest I don't want to say takeaways, but things that you've seen from other women, like what have the results that you've seen really differed from those other practices that you did pre, um, pre-birth? Well, something that I've noticed, you know, I, I, I find that, you know, just very recently, like somatic trauma work is coming on board. And for anyone that, you know, isn't familiar with the somatic piece, it's essentially like body-based practices. So not going in from the mental aspects, from the psychological aspects, but going through the body because, you know, the mind will so skillfully forget what the body is never going to forget. The body is always old, you know, that famous line, our issues are in our tissues. And, Mm -hmm. you know, something that I've found with all the women that I'm working with is that, um, if you don't heal on the nervous system level, you don't heal. Like the nervous system has to be a part of it because that's the blueprint of you. That's how it started, you know, in childhood, you know, your beliefs, your patterns of thinking, your habits, these, these, what we call, you know, aspects of our personality, much of it is coping mechanisms that were put in place because our nervous system was sending particular signals to keep us safe. And so often for many people, I might even argue the majority of people grew up in with some sort of dysfunction in the family, whether it was, you know, simple um, neglect or it was abuse or, and then you add on for women, you know, we know for a fact now there's intergenerational trauma. We know, we know that that is something that's, that's real. And you know, I share with my clients, you know, think about just what women are holding from traumas that our mothers endured or our grandmothers or our great grandmothers, you know, the fact that it was legal up until not that long ago to beat your wife. And so women are, are holding this, these residue. The safetyness, right? Like yeah. The unsafe yes. feelings. Yeah. Exactly. So I just recently moved to Florida and my sister-in-law's training in Georgia for her new job because we're only about an hour from the border. And she literally called me and she's like, Nicole, did you know, like literally on Sunday here, they can still hit their wives and it be legal. And I was like, what did we, did we move timelines or did we move location? Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm from, you know, the Northeast, you're in California. So obviously a little bit more progressive or liberal in, in the sense of politicalness. And um, 
we forget until it's right in front of us that that can still actually happen. And I mean, we see, we see it all the time, like, you know, domestic violence, domestic abuse, and, and it's just, it's so crazy. Um, so when you think back to layers and layers that we're holding, it's like, of course, why wouldn't we? Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's like, you know, for me, what I realized when this big traumatic event happened with the birth of my daughter, you know, what, and what I see in my clients all the time is, so there's this analogy of like the swimming pool being your nervous system and all of our stresses are the beach balls, the stresses or adverse experiences or traumas. And you're filling that pool with all the beach balls. And at some point your pool's going to be full and you've managed to like use your coping mechanisms. You've managed to carry on and then something will happen, some big event that's going to happen. And it's just, your pool's going to overflow. And it's like, oh, it was this big event. But in reality, there were already so many beach balls in there. And so once you mm -hmm. start into the somatic work and you're, and you're getting into the nervous system work, you realize like your nervous system was already dysregulated. There was already a dysregulation happening. And then this big event happens that overwhelms and spills you over the edge. And so once you start going into the work and you start tuning in with your body, you start to realize there were already adverse events that had happened in your life that need to be alchemized. And that's mm -hmm. why the big event traumatized you. Whereas for somebody that maybe had an absolutely perfect childhood or didn't have a lot of adverse experiences, it might not affect them in the same way. So it's like, it's, it's working, you know, it's, it's helping. I help women understand that it's not just these one isolated events. There's certain, um, issues that are still held in your tissues that we need to release. Yeah. So I just started a, my first cohort of the womb energetics and neurosomatics practitioner training and diving into, um, our first, they, they've been doing some pre-study work for the last couple months, but we've dove into that first like live instruction class yesterday, actually. And we talk about the mind body connection and how neurotransmitters are literally bathing every cell of your body. And there's a study. And of course I'm going and I can't remember who did the study or whatever, but that, you know, at one point we believed that all our memories were only stored in our brain and everything was only in our mind. And then more studies came through of like rats and this makes me cringe, but rats having their brains removed, but their brain stem still intact. And then they were still able to do the mazes that they were trained to do in their brains, even after the removal, which shows that holographically these memories and this information is stored in other areas of our body. Yeah. So exactly like you said, going further than that, I think mainstream, I don't want to say mainstream media, but our mainstream culture is all on the mindfulness train and all on using the mind to support all of the things. 
And I think there's a a big, big community of women like us who have, like you said, tapped into the somatics, understand the embodiment, know that it is this, I love that you said holy trinity. I, I always add in the fourth, which is like specifically the womb stuff, but really that mind body energy and it's all together. And if you're not addressing all of it, you're leaving out a huge component. So I love that um, that was articulated so beautifully. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, actually only, you know, we we know we have this gut brain axis, but only 20% of the information is going from your brain down. 80% of the information is going from your gut up. So it's, yeah. there's so much wisdom in the body that, you know, I feel like we're barely just in recent years tapping into. Yeah. Well, and it's so interesting too, because I think, uh, you know, some of the books and studies that I've done with uh, like, again, more womb centered stuff is, yeah, we're, we're recently getting into it, but it's almost like a remembrance, hence remember your power, right. And where this all kind of came from this theory of us remembering because the wisdom's been there, right. You talk about our lineage or maybe not our mothers, maybe not our grandmothers, but getting into our great, our great, great, like those lineages back. And maybe they weren't even in America, right? Um, for some of us, but right. those ancient societies and those, you know, pre-industrial, you know, patriarchal societies, they knew this. And then it was almost like washed away and erased and said, oh, no, no, we're going to totally ignore and forget all of this. And it was like, oh, we're tapping back into it. So in one sense, again, with generational and and the lineage, like we're accessing it again. It was always within us, right? We're accessing these different parts of our body and like remembering and bringing it into our awareness. But it was always there. Our bodies Mm -hmm. are going to respond because it just inherently knows how. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, luckily for them, our great, great, great ancestors didn't have to deal with the poisoning of our food, poisoning of our water, poisoning of our like life and our mind. Uh, so we're combating a whole new, a whole new society with this knowledge now. So it's like, we need to be even more keen to it, but, um, have you seen on tap? No, baby. Can you- I'm on my tablet. Dylan John, you're not going to get your tablet if you do this. There are two other adults in this house and mommy is on a meeting. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and it's also, you know, yeah, our stresses are so different in these days. You know, our nervous systems, you know, evolved to be facing stresses like um, saber-toothed tigers and predatory animals. And now it's like, we're facing these chronic stresses in our society, particularly in the West. I'd almost say particularly in the United States where it's like a constant doggy dog world. And it's a constant, like people are in survival mode consistently, fight or flight, you know, or freeze. And so it's like, it's our stresses are so much more complex than they ever have. For sure. Absolutely. Well, 
all of this stuff is super fascinating and I obviously can talk all day about it, but I would love to just give you a few moments to, um, obviously your information will be in the show notes. So if you guys are looking to connect to Danielle, go click on all of her links and find her, but what are you doing? Any, uh, programs? Are you doing anything coming up that you want to share and where can they find you best? Yeah. So, uh, Instagram is my main platform. I have so much, um, free information and content and education on there. And I run a one month program called from chaos to calm. And it's a one-to-one program. We're going super deep. Um, there's so much included in this program. It's my foundational course for really helping you dig into what's at the root of your triggers how can we alchemize your core stress? How can we give you the exact tools that your specific nervous system, which is why I do it one-to-one because every person's nervous system is so different. Their life experience mm-hmm. is different. Um, and you can find information on that on Instagram. And then I also have a free class called Embodied Mind, which is a movement therapy and somatic class. Um, and that's also at the link in bio. So it's Beautiful. all the men to find. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today and thank you for bringing this work to the world. Women definitely need it. Like you said, I mean, specifically for women and mothers, we have these added layers of this chronic stress, um, that we deal with. So thank you for the work that you do. And until next time, for those of you listening, I invite you to remember your power. Remember your power